The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix podcast. Tune in today. This is actually like um, solar power, you know, Lord weaved in cicadas throughout the album. Did she? Totally. Did she? Or does she just have the window open? That's what I want to know. Welcome to The Real Pod. This is your reality TV recap and pop culture in Aotearoa podcast. My name's Jane Yee. I'm joined by Alex Casey via satellite. Can you hear the rubbish truck? <laughs> we can hear everything. We used we got to the point where The Real Pod was a really professional setup. We were all in the studio. It was sounding beautiful. And then Alex moved to Christchurch and, uh, and now she's recording from her dining room. It's, it's an office, thank you very much. Um, very thin walls here, though, and just suddenly a cacophony of cicadas and a lot of clattering tin cans. <laughs> um, but great we still live here. in hope that the, the neighbour who likes to blast Coast FM at the exact time um, that we record this podcast uh, starts doing so. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. He's but quite down. I, I will say this as well. There's a good chance that by the time you guys are hearing this, you can't hear any of the things we're talking about because perhaps our wonderful sound engineers have done a bang-up job of removing that audio in the BG. Perhaps. Perhaps. Hi, Samuel. Hi. Samuel is producing us this week, and we are ready to be produced. (laughs) I've just got a question, Jane. Yes. Where's Duncan? I think... Well, I think he's on holiday, actually. I don't think he's in a meeting. I don't think he is lobbying the government right now. I don't. I think he's on holiday. I think he's having a lovely time. Oh, mate, on um, Holly Bobs. I feel like we're doing a real, um, God, we said we weren't going to talk much about ourselves this time. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Um, normally there's three of us. We should address, like, we've got quite a few new listeners, um, I've been told. <laughs> by the <laughs> We have. <laughs> the Data Bureau of the Spinner. <laughs> we do. And there's normally three of us, but often there's just two, and it could be any combo. <laughs> Today you've got Jane and Alex. Um, I don't normally talk about myself in the third person either, but you just made me nervous talking about new listeners. So what normally happens on the show is we have a little bit of real news where we talk about the headlines that you're not going to see um, probably anywhere. <laughs> And then we also have uh, our reality TV recap, which is, of course, Treasure Island fans versus faves week two this week. So I think we should start off with some start off with some real news, should we? Let's do it. What do you got, Alex? Okay, well, I've got one piece of, I thought this was just like very historic news. It does involve the Cornies, who if you're a new listener, uh, 
our sort of community in the Real Pod Corner on Facebook is affectionately known as Cornies, the emoji being a corn, not pornography. I'm too old to make that distinction and I very proudly wore a corn hat <laughs> on the television and I think it sent different messages to different people. I mean, look, porn positivity. We're all about it on the spin-off. Hashtag yeah. porn week. Never if you forget. Want to, if you want to join the Real Pod Corner, by the way, or the Discord where we do live chats of tele shows and all sorts, uh, the links are in the show notes. But carry on, as you were, Alex. So we had the hat that Jane is wearing at the moment on Fans vs. Faves with the corn on it uh, was a run of four, limited edition, made at um, the embroidery place in St. Luke's. <laughs> <laughs> and I was determined to get a photo with the Jane Yee bus stop, which is outside the University of Canterbury. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, it's not a Jane Yee bus stop. No, it's, it's, a a Jane bus stop. Yee, it's the Jane Yee Memorial bus stop. <laughs> There's a poster in it currently, maybe not even right now, but of uh, of me and Art Green from <laughs> Treasure Island. <laughs> and so I knew I knew vaguely the area. I packed my corn hat. I was with my mum. We are going out. We spent the morning at the Kate Shepherd house, which, you know, just to kind of start the day of woman, woman in history. <laughs> And um, we had uh, tea and cakes at Kate Shepard's Pavilion. Kate Shepard, fucking rich, by the way. We don't talk about that enough. Um, Meanwhile, I'm in a bus shelter, but carry on. (laughs) Meanwhile, Jane's in a bus shelter and I had, so I had the Kate Shepard house, the bus shelter, and then I had to take my mum to the airport. Those are the three things I had to do. So we got to the bus stop, finally found it. I threw on the hazard lights, ran out, was like, mum, take a photo, take a photo. Alas, the hat was gone. Oh my god! I'd had the hat with me all morning, and the last thing I remember was being at the pavilion and me standing up and Mum going, "Don't worry, I've got your hat." Um, but she Mom. is Scottish, so it did sound a bit different to that. And um, <laughs> how did it sound? Don't worry, <laughs> I've got your hat. <laughs> and <laughs> and so I was like, "Mum, where's the hat?" Had the hazard lights on, real stressful, like bus coming, nightmare. Needed the photo. And then she realised she had probably left it back at Kate Shepard's house. Oh, my God, you left the corn porn hat at Kate Shepard's house. Not just at Kate Shepard's house. So we went back, <laughs> had to search the entire house to find the corn hat. Mum had left the hat on the cistern of Kate Shepard's toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and if that is not representative of the real pod, I don't know what is. <laughs> Honestly, the corn hat memorial toilet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just like new historical meaning uh, imbued on this place. So I just thought that was wonderful. So we got the hat, went back finally. I got this, I got the shot, thank God. But I mean, no one could have, you, you couldn't write that. You couldn't write it. You couldn't no. predict it. You can never put those two things together. Every week, a new story from Alex. Uh, It just blows my mind um, that your life is so newsworthy in a way that is so completely not newsworthy, um, but perfect for this here podcast. And that's the real news, right? Like that, again, the headline you're not going to read anywhere else. (laughs) Alex Casey leaves corn hat on Kate Shepard's loo. Let's get into reality check. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> so Jane, you haven't taken any notes here. You normally no. kind of lead this. But no, you... I've just got my calendar open on my computer in front of me. I may as well just, I may as well just close this thing. There you you were also famously there. <laughs> I was there. I was there. And um, what you see on TV 
is one hour shared between two teams and what we experienced on the island was like a whole day. Each team had a whole day and it all gets truncated down to a television hour. Absolutely so, mental. So my look, memories I've, are quite I've, different to what happens in the TV edit, which is Spill fun. the tea. Um, well, the first episode of this week began with Dame Susan again breaking out another one of her greatest hits, sneaking over to camp mm-hmm. uh, in a caftan, a curious caftan. Behind the scenes info, she was definitely not wearing the caftan when she came to visit. Um, I think the caftan was... I mean, was it one of Lynette Fordays from last season? This is what I wondered. It was very off-brand for, it was our, ex- for our day. Extremely, extremely off-brand. Um, was I it yours? Th- no. <laughs> no, she did not steal the caftan from our camp. I, I, don't, I never saw that caftan. Never saw it. I can tell you right now, I'd remember if I did. Uh, so there you go. She wasn't wearing the caftan when she visited, but she did visit and... Um, and it was lovely when she visited. She brought some treats. She said she came over to see if Josh had calmed the farm. Um, yeah. A fabulous New Zealand saying, which you don't hear enough of on telly. Mm. Um, she brought with her a tin of tuna, some cookies, yep. some peanut butter. Yeah, that, that would have delighted you, I imagine. Oh, thrilled. We were thrilled. We gave her some coffee and a little bit of milk powder for her troubles um, to take back to her team to try and sort of, make, you know, a little olive branch, if you will. Um, and... In terms of stretch hat while she was over at our team, zero. Zero. So she genuinely was just coming to check on her boy. She was so talking out of the game at that point. She was like, how are you guys doing? How many children do you have? <laughs> how did you sleep last night? Like genuinely zero game. Can so, you tell us how far apart the camps were? Or is that? They are a hike apart. Okay. Like so- I wouldn't bother. Like, I, I mean, that probably isn't saying much. Like, no one, <laughs> put it this way, no one else bothered. Right. Um, the arenas and all that kind of thing are somewhere in the middle. So every time we had to do, like, our charity challenge arena was closest to our camp and Becker's was closest to their camp and then the elimination arena and the other kind of game arenas were, um, you know, like halfway. So every time we went off to do a challenge, we all did have to do a bit of a walk. But to go from one camp all the way to the other camp, I would say without being seen, but clearly Susie D was seen. She just said hello to the security guards <laughs> as she went on by, or Buller. Um, but, yeah, it would be – she's the only one who's up there early in the morning, mm. you know, before production of the year to, to get away with that stuff. <laughs> Absolute genius. We'll come to, to bite her later. Um, yeah. Maddie McLean's not happy, very no. cross, that she's been fraternising with the enemy. Mm. Um, Even though he's fraternising with the enemy himself. True. I, there was kind of like a gross but powerful quote where he said something like, you know, she's told us a million times blood is thicker than water and she spent all morning with her blood. <laughs> <laughs> just the idea that Josh Oakley is just like a blood sack is <laughs> just quite like disturbing. Well, that, one of the times she visited, that blood sack was asleep <laughs> the entire time. He didn't even see her, you know. So she's literally just getting her steps in. Like. She's getting her steps in. I mean, I think the matter, the fact of the matter is they were at one end of the beach, we were at the other, and she likes to go for long walks. Mm. So she just, we were just a stop on the way, you know. <laughs> it just so happened. Probably quite a nice um, addition to your camp because things are getting quite tense over in team fans this week. Um. They are. Look, I'm not going to say that there weren't tense moments because there definitely were. 
But also, I feel like the edit <laughs> is like, it's very nice time at Becca and at Vi, no one knows how to have a good time and they're all just infighting. It wasn't mm. like that at all. We had so much fun and we had so many fun, lovely conversations, deep conversations, silly, silly stuff. Um, there were moments when Wardy was like, you want some general vision? And he'd start like, you know, trying to do something fun for the camera. Um, bless him. And, and just none of that, <laughs> none of that suits the story arc, I guess. <laughs> Can we just mark it in our calendars? This is the day Jane became a reality star who complains about the edit. <laughs> oh my God. I know. I know. And I tell you what, we knew it would watching. happen. We knew it would happen. Yeah. But we knew, we've always known that to be true, but we recap what we see. Yes, exactly. So yes, things are very, very uh, uppity down a down a dig <laughs> in uh, in Vi. Anna is uh, where Josh always cuts her off. She's very upset. She feels like he doesn't take her seriously. She goes to mm. Katie. Katie immediately goes to Josh mm. <laughs> with the opening line: "Don't get defensive," <laughs> which is always um, always a good way to start a real tense conversation. <laughs> um, Josh has a huff. And then you have to go and play charades. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and, God, charades was a good time. That was fun. You were fantastic at that. Um, Thank you. I loved Adam's assessment of one of your clothes, and it was like, gorilla, that fell down. <laughs> I, I mean, it looked like that. I don't know. I can't even remember what it was, uh, but it wasn't. Apparently a gorilla that fell down. Um, and... Also, he's told me that what I did didn't look like a T-Rex at all, that it was too bouncy. Um, and I'm like, I disagree. I, I thought think it was it a good like T-Rex. T-Rex. I you. mean, you are very good at parlor games. I have played Articulate with you before. You know how it works. Um, Not as good as Wardy, though. He really, like, on. he just bang, 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 one after the other. He just did such a great job. And the only reason they didn't get aerobics was because uh, J.O. just couldn't think of the word. Yeah, he was um, close. He's doing some real good aerobics. I'll start out there. Um, also, this is a, you are wearing Chris Parker's hat, are you not, yeah. in this moment? Completely yep. unremarked upon, which oh, I kind of yeah. love. Yeah. I uh, imagine you did a good like hour of it in your interviews. <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. And I, I got the little uh, GoPro and I did a little piece about it there. Um, but that's fine. I just think that that's a nice little, a nice little nugget for the corner. It's a good little Easter egg. Actually, is there another Easter egg coming up in the charity challenge with the googly eyes on the on the um whatchamacallits? The blindfolds. <laughs> How good. <laughs> that was for us, right? I mean, I didn't put them on there, but I feel like production know about the corner. That's all I'll say. You know? Love it. Love it. Um, what else? Team face off. Wardy in the maze. <laughs> Wardy in the maze and the crazy windmill sandbag challenge. The main thing mm. that I wrote here, I mean, there's a lot to talk about, but <laughs> why was Joe Cotton dressed as Harley Quinn? <laughs> <laughs> because no, Joe talked about it. <laughs> Joe's there to have a good time. She's down there to, have to like fun. the makeup. I just <laughs> loved it. I loved it. She is. Just turning out these incredible looks in complete silence, you know? <laughs> no one's talking about it. She's just in the background, full cosplay, obsessed. <laughs> she is a pure delight, that woman. She really, really is. She's, uh, you could say, true bliss. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's just such a 
yeah, such a treat to have on the show, such a treat to watch and just a treat to be around at the moments that I was around her. Mm. Um, Art Green, don't forget, was looking for a little sacky at this point too. Oh, that's right, a little subtle sack. <laughs> and he's so, it's that classic thing, like he's so worried that it's so obvious to everyone else, but none of us had a clue. We didn't know because we weren't looking for a little sack, you know? <laughs> it does look like it's just hanging there quite obviously. Well, um, it does when you zoom a camera in on mm, it, or if you're if you're art and worried that someone else will see it. But no, we, you know that, that setup, like we walked into that, and was like, whoa, like mm. it was huge. You know, two days before it had been something else entirely in there. Like it was foosball a couple of days before, you know, and mm. then suddenly it's this big maze. So um, just every time I walked into a marina, I was just like, ah, oh, the magic of television. Amazing. Look at this. Set amazing. design is just amazing. And it was a um, it was a complex maze for some. Um yep. for Wardy. For Wardy. <laughs> yeah. Not I love when he tried to um maze explain to you when you were going through and you're like, Yeah, I know, I got it, I got it, don't worry. <laughs> and then he gets in there and he's like an absolute silly duffer and then he's like it's a oh mazes are a hell of a lot easier when you when they're in a magazine and you've got a pencil. <laughs> to be fair on Woody, he went last and obviously like the trickiest you know, most of it we left the, the the most tricky route to last. Right. You know, like we all went for the ones that we could like stand there, see and go for. But uh, he also uh, arguably you'd say had the most time to kind of assess what his plan was. Um, <laughs> but look, I, you know, Adam pokes a lot of fun at Wardy, which is like amazing television. And um, we had a lot of fun and Wardy's got a great attitude about it all. But he also just, you know, he, I, I didn't, I didn't, poke a bloody sandbag through any of those rice paper rounds. Mm. Wardy did. So Yeah. I just I love really the talk. idea of him waking up in the morning, pouring a cup of coffee and opening like Maze magazine <laughs> 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 to go and do all his mazes that day. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I love Wardy. I mean, there's a lot to love on on your team, despite this brutal edit and the tensions within. Adam's grabs are amazing. They are unparalleled <laughs> and I think I said it last week but he was just a very quiet mover in the camp you know that's why you're not probably seeing a ton of him in conversations with other people or anything like that it's a little bit of that this week but not heaps mm. um and that's because he was saving it all up for us in the moments and I could not be more thrilled because this is the Adam we saw on Survivor mm -hmm. you know those just the classic sassy comments but also he's just He's so lovable and he does it with a big old smile on his face. And you know that he is just trying to make good television. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he knows how to deliver a line. He knows how to do a good grab. And I, for one, am all about it. Love it. Sometimes I do feel like, I mean, he loves the word plonker. That's very clear. There was one line this week where I feel like he called Wardy a plonker for opening the tin of pineapple with a machete. But I was like. That's not Plonker. He did it. <laughs> no, I absolutely <laughs> agree that Woody did a great job on the uh, the pineapple tin. I think it was more just it seemed very dangerous at the time. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole execution seemed like it's just pure good luck that no one lost a finger at that mm. moment, you know. Mm. Um, your captaincy's up in this challenge. RIP yeah. to you. Gone. Gone, burgers. We were close. That was That was – you know, when I look back at the challenges that we didn't win, that's one of the ones that I'm like, we really could have won that one. It was mm. really, really, really close. Mm. Um, but it was not to be. The celebs no. get the sushi prize. 
and maintain yep. the captaincy. And yep. Josh Cromfeld just goes to town on some cabbage. <laughs> lettuce, I think it was. Was it um, lettuce? Yeah, it was again lettuce garnish on the on the sushi. Um, he's offering it to everyone. Like, does anyone else want this amazing he's, bounty he's, of wilted warm lettuce? This is beautiful. This shit. What is it? <laughs> Don't ask Alex Casey, she'll tell you it's cabbage. <laughs> well, I've been kind of concerned with the food prizes at the, at, you know, on these things because they bring out this whole plate of raw fish sitting in the Fijian sun for hours and you don't get them until, you know, you finish the challenge. But Maddie McLean in the Discord in the Real Pod Corner has confirmed that they get a fresh plate mm. of food. Wow. Mm. Yeah. They win the challenge. It is exactly the same food. So what you see, like when you see the nacho plate, they get a, an exact replica of that. I mean, we only assume that when they come and say, don't worry, this is a fresh one, <laughs> that they're not like winking off to the side to someone. Um, but it's not like we we got any more than what was shown. So that sushi platter, even though it wouldn't have been that exact sushi platter, it would have been the same amount, you know. Um, didn't get to taste any of it, so I can't comment on what it was like. Who's to say? Apparently delicious. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then your team, Jane, starts falling apart even more. <laughs> or a positive read, the game is afoot. Which the I game think is afoot. you are very uh, enthused by <laughs> to the point where I, you blow it yeah. in front of everybody. <laughs> there is a world where there's an edit of this where I am maniacal. <laughs> um, going around talking to everyone, even though I don't have a vote, because I'm so excited that... Everyone's forced to play a strategy. And mm. we had a really yeah. short window of time to do all this, to do all this chatting between everyone. So it was quite hectic. We we did definitely go from being like everyone being really honest and close. And, I mean, not always honest necessarily, but you know what I mean? Like it, it very much kind of like we're all on the same page to suddenly we need a new captain and immediately – conversation started happening. Like mm. immediately people went off and there was no kind of pretending you were going to, you know, look at the lagoon or anything like that because we didn't have the time. Mm. We knew the vote was coming out really, really soon. So um, it was kind of like a lot of strategizing wide out in the open. I knew that Katie and Josh and Adam were talking. Um, there was conversations between, you know, uh, Adam and Anna and Morty and I. There was a conversation at one point that wasn't shown between Josh and Morty, um, and, yeah, it was just very, very chaotic and fun. You know, I thought it was great. I think it was probably quite stressful for some people because suddenly they had to have strat chats, like, not of their own, you know, doing. They didn't necessarily choose that that was the time that they would do that and suddenly it had to happen. Um, and then, yeah, Anna won the captaincy. They didn't show all of the little bits of everyone saying, like, why they were voting for who they were voting for, though which is a shame because I would love to have seen that. I would have loved to have seen, I mean, standout character of this vote, obviously Katie, who um, threw it all in and voted for herself. <laughs> um, and then just the iconic quote, through woman, through woman's group I've been learning that you're allowed to change your mind, which, which I've been using nonstop since that was uttered when it comes to me taking out the bins, when it comes to me doing anything. <laughs> Through Women's Group, I've learned you're allowed to change your mind. And you are. And of you course. are. And it's a game and you can play it however you want. And if Katie wants to vote for herself for captain and hope that other people also had a sudden change of heart, more power to her. Loved it. Loved it. It, it just meant that unfortunately 
uh, neither Josh nor Katie got to be kept on. <laughs> Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has the lowdown on everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. Join some of the superstars of the investment and business world as they share advice from their time in the US so you can make your mahi count in this massive market. The Investment Fix Podcast, brought to you by Invest New Zealand. Tune in today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Talo for lover. I'm Madeline Chapman, editor at The Spinner. If you have the means, consider supporting our high-quality journalism by becoming a Spinoff member. Sign up now at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. Meanwhile, while your team's having all of these tense discussions, uh, Dame Susan DeVoy has turned her eyelids inside out. <laughs> this is something that I have been meaning to tell you. Because you do because this, don't you? I do this too. You do do this. I can turn my eyelids inside out. It's the one thing that the dame and I, like, we were talking at one point about, like, our party tricks. Like, seriously, these are the sorts of conversations. This is the stretch hat that Dame Susan DeVoy has. You know, we're like, what are your, what, what are your party tricks? <laughs> like, I can turn my eyelids inside out. And I was like, you are kidding me. I can also turn my eyelids inside out. <laughs> and look, so that's, that's my thing. It's not. It's not sore. It's perfectly fine. So did you, you and Dame even... Susie D just sit there like, watching the sunset with your eyelids out? No, we just, we, it was a very brief moment. We just talked about the fact that we could. Um, I was surprised to see them on the telly, <laughs> the underside of say, Dame Susan DeVoy's eyelids. But it feels like it should be blurred out, you know, like it's just, a t- it's too inside. <laughs> <laughs> It's an inside part of the body that's suddenly on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> it happened very quickly. Um, yeah. And then we had the pawpaw, pawpaw in a box, which endlessly confuses me <laughs> every time I watch uh, it. <laughs> I'm actually really glad I didn't have to do this um, because I I don't really understand <laughs> what's happening. No. Are you supposed to lie? I don't, or tell, what the, I don't know. And Maddie, I mean, Maddie just has this like crazy laser focus this season. Where he is so focused. Success. I know, I know. Um, which I, which is like good, but now I feel like he's tipped over the edge where he started using all of Lance Savali's catchphrases and <laughs> he needs to stop. <laughs> it needs to stop now. <laughs> Sitting in the bleachers and at this point knowing Anna quite well, I didn't know if she was telling the truth or not, but somehow Maddie was right in there. I actually thought Anna did a really good job. Um, let's not forget she's just come off the back of a captain's vote that we sort of forgot to congratulate her on getting the role of captain mm-hmm. because of all the um, the confusion that was happening back at camp. And I think she went up there and did a superb, superb job. Um, but Maddie, as you say, somehow is like he is in – he's just like tunnel vision. He's it's got just, the blinkers on. It's amazing. Like – and I, I was trying to figure out for ages when he's like, how much do you think it weighs? 
and her answer, like the logistics of that, I just, it's like just on another level to me. I just cannot understand. I I know, because is she supposed to be trying to make him think that she's lying so that he doesn't want her box? But is she double bluffing by telling the truth and making him think, you know, like I still. Because shouldn't you just say, I don't know, I can't see it? No, because then, then, that, <laughs> is, then that's a trip. trip. I don't. I, can we move on? I, <laughs> yes, I will say. Just while we're watching this, I was having the same conversation with Joe, who was cutting his toenails at the time, and we had a round of toenails in the hand, <laughs> and I got real confused <laughs> and real angry, and then very grossed out. He didn't actually have, and then he like double bluffed me and didn't have any toenails in his hand. <laughs> That doesn't work because you would know whether or not you had toenails in your hand. No, it was like which hand. (laughs) Oh, that still doesn't work because, oh, my God. Please, we have to move on. Episode two, decision time for Maddie McLean. He has to send one person over from the faves to the fans and it looks Mm. like he's sentencing someone to literal death. (laughs) Well, I think that's probably what it felt like to Alex. Yeah. (laughs) She did not want to come over. I, I don't know why he chose Alex. Um, it was po- probably, I mean, I honestly don't think any one of those people would have come over and been really keen and excited to be on our team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there are people who probably wouldn't have shown it as much, but I still think they would have worked for the faves. So it wasn't to me going to be any massive bonus to have one of them on our team, unless it was Susan DeVoy, which who they, and they would never have sent Susan over. But I thought, why not? Why not send her over? You know, she's already got, blood this blood the blood with with Josh why not just put them together and then she gets away from the faves strategy and what they're doing you know yeah I mean I don't think the faves were talking about a team strategy that much anyway it looks like they were talking just in their own alliances Mm. um and I'm not sure even if there was a big team strategy that the dame was that privy to it right (laughs) um but uh yeah, maybe they would have sent her over. I don't know. I think she, you know, you can't deny she's actually quite a weapon. So mm-hmm. As I don't we'll know say. if she's someone you want her and Josh on the same team because their powers combined could have been, you know, brutal for the faves. How tense was it when Alex King was sent over to to your camp? Because it was excruciating to watch. <laughs> it was pretty tense. It was. It kind of sucked to think this person thinks – so badly of our team <laughs> that know. they really, even for, for a telly show, <laughs> do not want to come and uh, and sleep. We have a lovely camp, you know, um, but we try. We just tried to make her feel really welcome because we knew it was hard for her. Um, and yeah, she. I mean, she warmed up a little. I think she got pretty close with Wardy, um, but it was pretty clear the whole time that she was homesick for Becca. Mm. Yeah. I like when Woody was like, they need to understand. We are good people too. <laughs> it's like... But that's how it felt, you know, because, <laughs> again, as much as it's showing on the telly, but we, we were, you know, there was so much fun and nice times at our camp. Um, and, yeah, Alex just, I just think she felt betrayed and then she was taken away from her comfort zone of mm. being, being with her pals. Um, but, yeah, and I think she felt betrayed by Maddie. You know, she wasn't expecting it. Yeah. It was, it was, I mean, it was good telly. It was good good telly. telly. And it was rough. It was super rough for him to have to do that, uh, like, on the spot without Mm. being able to consult with anyone and seeing if there was anyone who was prepared to go and that kind of thing. I think Lance suggested at one point send me over. Like, 
he was never going to send Lance away. Mm. Crazy. Manny is just, I mean, he's doing well under pressure. At, like, he is. At, in he terms is of the an incredible player. Mm. Like, seriously, next level, incredible. Um, Blah, 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 what happens next? Oh, you get in trouble. You get in trouble with your team because you oh, yeah. kind of revealed to everybody that there was a little bit of deception and stuff. But I could see in that moment I was like, this woman is a recapper. <laughs> this is what she does for a crust. <laughs> it's true. And also Brie asked me. She was like, what happened? I don't know if they, I can't remember if they showed her asking me that question, but she straight out like asked me. Um, and for me, yeah, I guess it's different for me because I'm so excited to see the game being played. Yeah. Um, and so a bit of chaos and a bit of drama isn't a bad thing to me. Like it would be potentially very boring television if we were all just on church camp. Totally. Um, so, yeah, but I didn't – but to be fair, I didn't take into account that kind of undermining Anna's moment as the captain and as the new captain. And it, A, it should have been her who got to say what happened, and B, um, it did – you know, potentially make our team look more, you know, as chaotic as as we were. But we didn't. The other team didn't need to know that, and so it wasn't my place. And I did feel bad about it. And and essentially, the moment it left my lips, I was like, oh shit, hmm. shit, you know. Oh well, got a storyline out of it. Got a storyline. <laughs> you got got some tears. Got an emotional chat with Anna about it because obviously yeah. you're trying to tell her like it's it's okay. Wink, wink. Oh my god, we have to talk about the wink. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking oh, about the wink. the wink in episode three. Hold on. Slip and slide charity challenge for Slip the celebs. Oh, yeah. With the worm. Um, Joe Cotton, the, the coconut oil. oil. That coconut oil stunk. Uh, they, 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 when we met up with them at that next face off, we were like, because also this is the same coconut oil that tasted disgusting when we were cooking. So we were all like shuddering um, with the smell <laughs> and virtually reaching. And like, so we were going up and like, saying hello, shaking hands with each of them when they first tried. We were like, you guys freak. <laughs> get away from us. Um, they were like, they could not get that off themselves. They showed them or try like scrubbing, using sand to try and like exfoliate a layer of skin off in the hope. But no, it really, uh, really stuck around. <laughs> Disgusting. And then there was the Big X, pushing the Big X challenge, which yeah. um huge moment for Dame Susan and Maddie McLean, mm, dream mm. team. Uh, you were on the other end of the X, weren't you? Yeah, I could barely see over the bar. <laughs> Afterwards, my team were like, you guys pushed it quite far. And I was like, I'm pretty sure we didn't get it much past halfway. But then watching back, I was like, oh, my God, we really had a shot there of winning that. Yeah. I um, mean, it looked it looked really brutal. And, look, you saw Dame Susan nearly blew a foo-foo valve, as she said, <laughs> as she said last season, screaming I mean, at Maddie to push. I feel like if I knew, like I could, you know, we couldn't hear. I could hear her when she got to the point where she was like screaming what to do. Um, we could hear that. But I didn't hear like Maddie saying things like, I'm sorry, Susan, I can't do it and mm. stuff like that. I feel like if I'd heard that, it might have just made me think, hey, maybe we can do this. I just felt they were so, like being on the receiving end of that, I just felt they were so strong. That went on for quite a while. And I am so proud of myself in that challenge because I'm such a little weakling. And... um I've, I'm just, even though we didn't win it, I'm really proud of yeah. my own personal efforts of lasting as long as I did. Put up a hell of a fight. It was a really nice moment at the end, again, not shown, where um, Josh just sort of fell backwards on the ground, exhausted. We were both exhausted. And I just sort of climbed on top of him and gave him a hug, perhaps an HR issue. And um, 
and I, I felt bad and I was just saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he was like, no, you did so amazing. And I was like, oh my God, here is an athlete who, you know, plays internationally telling me that I did a good job. And I was so half expecting him to kind of be cross at himself or cross at me. And that was one of the highlights of my entire time on the wow. island was Josh Oakley gassing me up um, as a, an old lady who was trying to push a bar unsuccessfully, you know? <laughs> It looks so hard, it, like nightmarish, just pushing and the legs, locking the legs. Oh, my God. But it was fun. Like, it actually was fun because it was just a nice, clean competition. They had it over us the whole entire way. Their team was just physically more able than ours. Um, so I think we walked in, we didn't expect to win it, so it wasn't a devastating loss. Um, but it was. it felt like, especially after that previous water challenge, this was just a good, clean, you know, strength challenge, and it was, yeah. Mm. Put up it a good fight. Sm- just smelt bad. <laughs> just smelt bad. And it was torrential rain just before as well. It's still like we were, we were sheltering under tarpaulins. Oh my god! Oh, shout um, out to Jay Cron going out into the storm as well, swimming in that oh, yeah. lightning <laughs> sea. That is a wild man, you know. A wild man. Um, gone too soon. We have the gone elimination challenge. Josh yeah. versus Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, swinging a thing onto a hook and Josh Oakley reveals he played this like every day on his deck in the States. <laughs> Classic hook. So it's like a drinking game or something. Like there's like little mini versions of it that right. you, can, you can play. Um, so this was just like the big version. And J.O. absolutely dominated the first half of this game. The little block was way up his end of the track the whole entire time. But then they got to this weird, like they both got into the same rhythm and it was just like moving back one square and you know so it did go on quite a long time mm. but in the end um our josh won an emotional farewell for josh cromfeld who was royally pissed off with maddie <laughs> yeah yeah he was nice he playing the game happy. maddie you're good at it um but the emotional send-off with the undies out to sea um mm. and art green lamenting the loss of the tramp stamp which was a great reveal <laughs> it was a great reveal another great reveal about josh cronfeld Um, obviously he was gone relatively early on. I had almost nothing to do with him, but he did bring to that elimination a bunch of um, toasted sandwiches for our team because he was worried that we were all going to be so hungry because let's not forget we're on a lovely losing streak at this point Mm -hmm. and eating rice only. Uh, (sighs) And so, yeah, he he handed out, he gave them, they were wrapped up in a brown paper bag and he gave them to... Maddie, I think, to pass on to us in case he lost and he did lose. And then, yeah, we were gifted these semis. And so we, we had a lovely man. toasted semi um, to to Josh Cromfeld in memoriam. Didn't give you the true blessing off his back, though. Did not, no. It's unfortunate. No. Um, episode six. This is where Alex mm. King starts to reveal the thing about the buried treasure, the secret, the secret gem or whatever to Wardy. Yeah, the stone. So apparently there was a stone hanging around our camp the whole entire time and we didn't know. Um, So it's, I mean, I think it's very lucky for her that she was the one that Josh told about the stone being at both camps and then she also was the one who ended up at our camp and able to to send Wardy off to do her bidding. It was quite funny. She's like, hurry, hurry, hurry. And Wardy's just like, ooh. And also straight down his pants. Yeah. But he's not the only one because Maddie did the same thing when he found Josh's stone. True. Didn't Art Art put it down his pants too? Oh, someone put it down. There's just a lot of stones down pants. There are a lot of stones down pants. And And we still don't know what they are or what they do. No. And when we get to to Susan DeVoy yelling, where's my stone? Who took my rock? I think the only answer to that is 
look down everyone's pants, you know? <laughs> Another HR issue. Um, <laughs> good to get that on the record. Uh, we get a victorious charity challenge for Jane Yee. Yeah, This was so much fun to watch. It was so emotional, Jane, to see you out there talking about your charity and talking about your boy. Had me yeah. in friggin' tears on the couch. Yay. I love to make you cry. <laughs> um, it was, that was fun. You know, I mean, I won it. So, of course, it was fun. Um, I didn't expect to win it. This is my Oscars speech. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was really cool. Was it there was, actually music when you were doing the dancing or were you just dancing to nothing like a maths wedding? I don't remember. I think we were dancing to nothing. I think we were dancing. I mean, Brie might have been doing a little sing song in the background. But no, I don't think there was any actual Rihanna or anything. Sad. Well, you did a good yeah. job. Thank Terrific you. Terrific job. Very proud Thank of you. you. Um, I got very sore knees. <laughs> <laughs> and you looked great by the end of it. Just a great. It looked like you were going to the sevens. <laughs> those those blindfolds are like so blindfoldy. They're mm-hmm. like full snorkel masky things. And then they painted them black. Like there's no seeing out of those in a thousand years. And I had to chuck some googly eyes on. That'd be just, quite nice, just like, you know. No, because you can't breathe through your nose though, because it's in the mask. It's all rubbery and hot and yeah. They're they're not the they're not the most pleasant. Between this challenge and Wardy's hat, the show should be sponsored by Look Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna there's more to come. <laughs> yeah, that pristine hat of Wardy's is real suspicious. Um <laughs> meanwhile, Maddie and Lance find uh little trotties left for Art Green <laughs> yeah, on the beach. Yeah. Good old Josh Cromfeld, love to leave like a message just in the sand. <laughs> Seems real <Yeah>. risky. <laughs> I think presumably before he swam home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Faced the storm. And now did a Moana. Um, Art has two stones. Maddie and Lance obviously knew. We're going to pretend they didn't and Art told them anyway, so that was kind of all fine. Um, yeah, the team face-off. This looked really hard, building that fish puzzle while balancing on a boat, hanging in the air. Josh Oakley completely takes over. Does a lot of punching. I didn't realise you had to punch a puzzle that much. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You don't. So we're. Um, it got to a point where we started assembling the, the thing in the boat, but we were like, don't lock the pieces together because you have to assemble them one by one onto the actual fish, hanging fish. Um, the plan was for me to assemble the fish, but we got out there and guess who couldn't reach it? Um, so J.O. was charged with assembling the pieces up there, while we were putting it together, because we didn't want to lock it into place and make it difficult for ourselves, we just put them in a little bit, mm. you know, like we just kind of put them so that they'd hold and then we could pull them out one by one and pass them over to him. But then when he decided to help, and I'm sure his heart was in the right place, um, he thought the best way of getting that piece out was to punch it down rather like putting it further in and then having to come out the other side rather than just like pulling it off the top where it was just... <laughs> It was just popped in nicely and easily to to whip out um, because he'd been standing up and didn't understand what it was we were doing out there. But, yeah, he was punching <laughs> like a really heavy pieces of wood, just punching them. Pretty brutal and, and it did not pay off either. Did not pay off. <laughs> Lovely to learn the other team were trying to throw it and we still lost. Um I don't know, but, though. I feel like Lance really wanted their McDonald's. I feel like some yeah. people on that team were trying quite hard. Did you hard. see how he ran behind the boat in that Marshlands and just pushed it? It was glorious. <laughs> he wanted that Big Mac. I mean, I think there's talking about throwing a challenge and then there's actually doing it, and they can be two different things, especially when there's other people in your team who 
you know, you can't make it too obvious and you may not have much control over whether or not you can throw something. Mm. Um, yeah, they they just nailed it. They just got that fish together and got the McDonald's. There was one um, punishment, though, for Dame Susan sneaking again. So they got the McDonald's, but they had to surrender over the pantry uh, to yes. your team. So you had that amazing interaction with Maddie and Lance on the beach. Before we get to that, Wardy set out the uh, Wardy set out the oh, fish yeah, challenge. Oh, because it was sunburnt. <laughs> sunburnt. I understand. I've like my shoulders are a bit sunburnt right now, and I don't really want to be working. <laughs> but you're here. But I'm here. You're doing it for the real pod. Because <laughs> that's no, what a team player cute. does. <laughs> I, I mean, Morty's getting the funniest edit, and I just um, I adore it. I think that he definitely can take it. Like he knows the show and he knows television, and I think uh, he's he's got really good humor about it all, which is good. It's um, very very funny to me. But the yeah, what was the next thing? You and having that secret handover pantry chat with Maddie and Lance and, oh, yeah. and you winking. The <laughs> wink, Jane, the wink. I watched the wink 20 times. <laughs> it's not very subtle. So the problem is I can't really wink. This is I what I was going to say. That other eye is just going for it at the I same know. time. <laughs> I know. I, I should have chosen another symbol. I didn't um, I didn't know we were going to have some strat chat at that point and Anna didn't know that that I was in an alliance with Lance and Maddie. So I basically had to reveal it to her right there and then that I was in an alliance with them. Um, I had told Anna and Adam, I have got your guys back, but I'm only letting you know as much information as you need to know kind of thing. Um, so I think Anna knew that I had, and she knew I had ins with the other team. She just didn't know who was and what they looked like. So when it came to, you know, the other team asking who we wanted to put up. Um, it was Anna's decision to put up Josh, but I was the messenger, right? Because I had to keep Anna sweet so that, you know, when we did finally win a face-off, she wouldn't put me up. But it did create a level of mistrust with her because she could she knew I wasn't telling her the whole truth. Um, well, did I she also, see your double-eyed wink? <laughs> she, might, she might have done. She might have. It's, it's definitely one of those things you can see from space. Um <laughs> But basically the idea behind that was that I, I didn't want to get to a point and we were in the individual game and have too many alliances going on mm. because it would have just been, I don't know, I mean, Jesse choked at it and it was fine. I don't know if I could handle. Um, so I basically just told Anna and Adam, you know, we'll get as far as we can together, but once it's an individual game, then the, the alliance is off. Um, and so I used that opportunity to kind of like make that clear at that point. And... Uh, but then had to somehow let Lance and Maddie know. Just kidding, we're still we're still together. Um, and it was just an insurance policy in case I made it to merge, which is coming next week. Merge is coming next week, indeed. So you know uh, that was that was the logic behind all that. And I, I want to add this though, because there is an element of you know people are watching the show back now and seeing things that they didn't know were happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can understand how it can be like quite confronting for them to to learn what was actually going on behind the scenes. And I at no point had any intention of throwing Anna or Adam under the bus uh, unless I had to, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, I'm talking about at this point in time, right? So when I'm winking at Lance and Maddie. I'm like, yes, I'm in an alliance with you, but it doesn't mean like I'm immediately going to try and get rid of Anna and Adam. You know, they were still my pals. 
I just say while Jane's saying this, she's winking furiously. I am. Am I or am I just blinking? It's so <laughs> hard to tell. Very hard to know. Um, how does this episode wrap up? Oh, back at your camp, everyone's fighting again. This is where we get the wait for me to finish talking. Yeah. The big blow up with Josh, who then lashes out at Wardy and says, you sacked it on the first night. It's all just like very tense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Josh felt really um, lost after Micah and Jess left, like they were his pals. And so I think he felt like quite isolated and felt like everyone was coming at him. I think Anna was frustrated with Josh for, you know, taking over in that previous challenge. It's how she saw it. Um, I, thank God, was not in the camp at that time that was all happening. I went in, got my towel because I was going to go for a swim, (laughs) heard them start, and I ran out of there (laughs) as quickly (laughs) as I could and listened from the outside. (laughs) You know that swinging chair they've shown in our camp? Uh That's where I was while this was going down. Just huddled in a ball. (laughs) In a ball, fetal position. And being like, I'm so glad I'm not in there right now. Very unpleasant. It Um, was quite tense. And then, oh, Joshy gets put up again, and we've got Josh versus Art in the chicken wire ball challenge. This was so close. This was so close. It really could have been either of them. It really was. I mean, Art got so lucky twice over in the elimination ring. Mm. Um, yeah, but but uh, Jo was sent packing. That was his last last moment on the island, and he was a fierce competitor. Like in terms of all the challenges, he was, I would say, by far and away our kind of like biggest asset. Mm. Um, but you know he didn't he, he didn't come without some of his his um challenges of his own you know hot headedness perhaps hot headed i think he was frustrated being mm. on a team with the likes of me <laughs> 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 who couldn't do much to help further his you know challenge attempts mm. Mm. um dame susan was very sad to see him go and we did get that yeah. touching moment kind of in the middle of his exit interview or or her or some, something anyway, and one of them sat down next to each other and they had a nice yeah. little farewell yeah. um, end of an era, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, one devoid down. Yeah. What does that look like in future, Jane? Don't know. I couldn't possibly say. You could not tell me, but I know a merge is coming because I saw it in the tease. Thank you, Alice. Thank you, Jane. Thanks for making such great telly. Um, an honour to watch and to recap it with you. A pleasure. I mean, I've got no friends left, but it's been worth it You've to get still some new got listeners on me. The... I've still got wink, you. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Samuel. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Join us next week as we recap week three on Treasure Island Fans versus Faves. Bye. Sorry, Goodbye. I did a kiss. That was weird. That's Bye. weird. Why did we do that? I don't know. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Kia ora e tewi. Te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.